0: Welcome to this podcast. Now, depending on where you live, you're experiencing different aspects of spring. Right now, where I am, it's very cold. My honeybees can hardly fly. It's um, spring hasn't happened yet, although I'm I'm itching to get on the fishing boat and get some fly fishing in. So we'll have to keep posted on. In the meantime, it's a great time to do a podcast, and today's topic is I'm going to discuss the rule of seventy-two which is something that uh, you've probably read about in your investment um, sort of life. And the rule of 72 is important to think about. And it it talks about um, how long you have to wait to double your money based on the percent return of the investment. And also with that, I'll be using a real estate example to explain the rule of 72. Let's get started.
1: Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve... The life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck.
0: So the rule of 72 goes something like this. Let's assume for a moment you have an investment, It doesn't matter which type, and that investment returns 10%. What you do then with the rule of 72 is you take your 10, you divide it into 72, and that means in about 7.2 years you'll double your money. So obviously the higher the interest rate, the quicker will be that uh, return on your investment to double your money. Now, rates today are, say, two or three percent. Um, and so if you were to take now, that's before taxes. So if you were to take, let's just say, take two percent after taxes and divide that into seventy two, you're looking at about thirty six years to double your money so you can see the importance in the in the in the uh, the significance of interest rates. So let's look at a piece of real estate. And I'm, I'm picking something that you know, many of you, depending on where you're living, may wonder and say, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. But you, there are parts of this country where you can purchase duplexes in the $200,000 range. So let's pick that number, $200,000, and let's assume it's a duplex that you've fully rented out. And you've put uh, 20% down. So you've put $40,000 of your own money, invested 40000 of your own money into this property. Let's assume you did that. You didn't take it out or borrow it from somewhere else. And let's assume that when you bought this property, it was a 7% cap rate. Now, I'm sorry about all these numbers. Get a, get a pen, paper, because this is an important thing to remember. A 7% cap rate means that if you paid $200,000 for the property, after you pay all of your expenses... You're going to have $14,000 in your bank that you then use to pay your mortgage. And if the mortgage was paid off, it would be $14,000 in cash for you. So the cap rate represents the percent return, not counting your mortgage or financing, but all the other costs are subtracted. Uh, Today, depending on where you're buying real estate, cap rates may be anywhere from less than one in Toronto, which means you're not getting any return or could be eight, nine, or even 10%, depending on the quality of the building and where you're purchasing it. So let's take our example. We have a $200,000 building. It's providing us a 7% uh, cap rate. We put $40,000 down. What that means is on that 7% cap rate, we're going to receive $14,000. And what we do then is we pay our mortgage of $9,984, leaving us a profit of roughly, let's just say $4,000. Now $4,000 on an investment that we put in of $40,000 is a return of 10%. So using the rule of 72, it'll take us about 7.2 years to double our money. We'll go from 40,000 to 80,000. But here's where it gets really exciting when we're talking about real estate. There are, I'm gonna talk about five different ways you're able to make a return on a real estate investment. So let's compare that to any other investment. Now, of course, there's risk, and we'll talk about risk at the end, but let's assume for a moment back to our $200,000 building. We have a return, a cap rate of 7%, so we're making money on that investment. The second advantage of real estate is leverage. The bank or a lender has provided you with money to put the rest of the money into the building of $160,000 and you're able to leverage it. Meaning you're able to take your $40,000 and actually buy an asset worth $200,000. The third is you can depreciate your income. So in this case we made $4,000 in profit, but that's actually tax-free. Because we're we're able to take 4% of the value of the building and allow that to be depreciated over time. Meaning it's, you know, what there's wear and tear, but you've already accounted for wear and tear in your expenses.
1: Um,
0: what I'm talking about is the ability to depreciate the building and reduce your tax to zero on that $4,000 profit. Um, the fourth is a uh, cash on cash return. So if you look at that return of $4,000, on an investment of 40,000, that's a 10% return, which is significantly higher than anything you can get anywhere else today. The fifth is appreciation. So in other words, if you hold that building for a very long period of time, there's a pretty good chance the entire value will go up. Now, there's no guarantees, you know, you have to buy right, depends on the market, may go down for a while and then up, but generally speaking, if you hold on for long enough, excuse me, you're going to be okay, and that asset will go up. And the sixth, which is probably the craziest thing, the tenants pay off your mortgage. So each payment, and in fact, the payment that I calculated for our return, I didn't subtract the amount that was paid off the principal because initially it's very little, but over time, the tenants will be paying off your mortgage. So let's assume in 25 years, your building is worth $200,000. Well, you have $200,000, that 160 of which was provided to you by the tenant. In the meantime, you have taken money out on your return every year for a cash-on-cash return of 10% on the 40,000 invested. So unlike any other investment out there, not only are you getting your money back, in fact, you're doubling it in 7.2 years, and that's using the rule of 72, give or take a few months, you're then still having the asset work for you. Now, and it's also tax-free. Now, I don't know of any other asset that'll do that. Now, there's a risk, of course, if you you wait the 35 years or 36 years to double your money with a GIC after paying taxes, the money's always going to be there. But the difference would be the time, and the difference would be the issue of inflation, because we haven't even talked about inflation. Uh, that's another advantage of real estate, but the inflation value of your 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 uh, GIC does not change, whereas your building will go up in value usually, similar to what happens with inflation. So let's assume inflation's four or five percent a year. Suddenly, your building will go up four or five percent because it's a hard asset. Money is not considered a hard asset. Now you should always have cash, and we've talked about that in other podcasts. But for the sake of our discussion today, I've outlined a number of benefits of owning real estate, but think about the issue of the rule of 72. And we're talking about your take-home uh, revenue. So to compare that to any other investment is very important. Now you need management, you need to buy right if you, you choose to do real estate. And a number of those things are you you would argue are a significant challenge. But overall, my, my opinion is when you look at this um, tool called the rule of 72, take a tough look at everything that you're investing in today and look at the long-term nature of it not only does it fit with what you want to do but does it have all of the advantages of investing even in one duplex i don't think so again that's my bias remember before you change anything you need to talk to a financial advisor your bank folks and there are a whole host of other factors that can be contributing to gain or loss in real estate but i do have to say if you look at this example today i think you'll agree with me that it's a an asset you need to be in and as i talk about in the book Shrink Money Advice. It's not the only asset you need but certainly I believe it should be a foundation for your investment success. I'm Dr. Henry Sveck for Shrink Money Advice. I look forward to speaking with you next time. Have a uh, profitable and a wonderful week or two. Um, If it gets sunny and warm, if you're in a cold climate, let's hope it does and you can go out and if you see some bees take care because they're very important for our world so treat them with kindness, get out of their way, and just watch them do their magic. Have a great one.
1: You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's awesound.com.